Psalms 27, 13. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is your host, Miss Alice Inspires, and you are tuning into Christian Millennials Chat. You don't have to be rich to achieve your potential. I stand here knowing that my story is part of the larger American story, that I owe a debt to all of those who came before me, and that in no other country on earth is my story even possible. Possible. Let's get into today's episode, Deferred Hope. Y'all, I know that God has promised us some amazing things in this year and we feel as though um, that we're all excited and we just know like 2020 is our year. You know, some people like it's the year of vision. It's the year of expectancy. It's, you know, whatever the Lord has said to you, it's your year, right? And, but there is a part of us that's saying, God, it's great that this year is our year, but there are certain things that I've been praying to you for years. Like I've been laying before you with some of these issues from year to year to year. Like I prayed about this specific prayer point from 2017, 18, 19, and now it's 20 and it is still not here. It does not make sense. What is going on? Lord, you promised me that business. And I still haven't seen it come to pass. You promised me a husband. I still haven't met a husband. I don't even have any prospects, Lord. You promised me a child and I've had a miscarriage. God, that doesn't make sense. You promised me that I would finish school and I can't even get into school. Lord, what is going on? You promised me that I would be a millionaire and I don't even have $20 in my account. God, what is going on? And everybody's prophesying to me, it's your year, it's your year. God's going to do it. You're going to see everything that the Lord has for you. And I've been hearing that, Lord, for years. What is going on? And I just want to say to somebody, God does not work in our time. God doesn't even exist in time. Like God is bigger than time. And so what we are thinking of in years That's not even the Lord's plan. Like we have to understand that his ways are not our ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. God's plan is different sometimes from what we try to make up. And so we have to step out of the way and we have to now walk in faith. We can't walk by what we see. We can't walk by our feelings. So I understand nobody likes to wait. Nobody likes to feel like, They're hitting a wall. Nobody likes to feel like God isn't really answering our prayers. Nobody likes to feel like that. But let me tell you something. You cannot walk by your feelings. You cannot allow the enemy to have you in this rut. You can't allow the enemy to keep you stuck. You cannot allow the enemy to just get in and infiltrate your whole purpose. You can't do it. And I will not allow you to do that. And so the Lord has sent me really today to speak to you because... You're operating in being Sarai. And who was Sarai? Sarai was childless and she wasn't able to conceive. And Sarai was the type of woman that she was going to take things into her own hands and make the promise of God happen. So she said to her husband, yes, I know that the Lord promised you to make you um, into a great nation. Yes, I know the Lord promised you that you would have sons. Um, You would have sons and daughters as far as, you know, every star that you can see. I understand God said that to you. 
But guess what? The God that said that to you isn't showing up. And so Sarai was like, you're going to listen to my plan. And unfortunately, because Abraham didn't fully know who he was, like he had faith, but I don't think that he fully knew who he was and who he fully served. He said, all right, I'm going to go with your plan because you're my wife. I, I feel what you're saying, right? I feel it. No, we can't go by our feelings. And so they conjured up this plan for her to have her Egyptian um, slave sleep with him. And so the girl slept with him and they conceived a baby. An illegitimate promise, right? And that's what a lot of us are walking in, illegitimate promises because we will not step into what God really called for us. And so we're operating in, oh yeah, I work for this place, I do this, I'm in ministry, but you're not walking in the rightful calling. And the thing is, is that we cannot continue to walk around in 2020 in an illegitimate promise. And so the Lord saw that and the illegitimate promise made Sarai feel even more hopeless. It didn't give her the satisfaction. It didn't give her the feeling of, oh, this was mine. Why? Because that illegitimate promise was never going to be hers no matter what she tried to make it feel or look like. That situation was never going to be good because it was never ordained nor blessed by God. And so because she stepped out on her own plan, God had to come back and say, all right, y'all didn't hear me the first time. I gave you a promise. And so he spoke to Abraham and he said to Abraham, listen here, I'm giving you the word of the Lord. I am giving you my promise. Your wife, when I come back in a year, is going to have the baby. And what I'm saying to you is that in a year from now, you are going to have every single thing that God promised you. So do not give up. And so Sarah, Sarai laughs at this. And she's like, oh, the Lord's going to give me what? The Lord's going to give us what? That doesn't make any sense. Because I don't see it. And we're old. He's 100, I'm 90. We're old. And where was this when we were younger, when we could have enjoyed the promise? Uh, 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 uh. You are going to enjoy the promise. No matter when it comes, God will never allow you to get that promise and not enjoy it. And so don't worry about when it comes or, and if you'll enjoy it. And so the Lord says, all right, sis is Sarai. And Sarai means princess, but it also means contentious, which means argumentative. I need that spirit to get out of her. So now I'm going to have to do a name change. And the Lord is saying to some of us, you've been walking in this and that's not your real identity. And so I'm going to rename you. I am going to reclaim you as my princess. And so he names her Sarah. And so he tells her, I am going to bless her. And she will be the mother of nations. Now, how is it that this barren woman is now being told that she is going to produce on a larger scale and she can't even produce on a simple scale? And so what the Lord is saying to us is that our promise is even greater than what we think. And so for years, the, reasons that, the reason that it's taken so long is because you are not birthing out something simple. You are birthing out a whole nation, a whole promise. And so you have to stick to the course. And Abraham says to her, well, she's 90. She's old, God. This is late. What, what do you mean? And God says to her, yeah, but your wife will bear you a son and you're going to call him Isaac. And I'll establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant. And so now the Lord is not only um, telling him what to name his child, 
but he is also going to establish him. And the Lord also says, not only are you going to be established, but it's going to be an everlasting. This is a forever thing. This is something that the reason that it's so hard is because you were pushing out something that generations are going to be able to eat off of. And so Isaac, when he says the name, that means laughter. Like God is going to bring back our joy. God is going to bring back our peace. Like God is going to bring back to us the very thing that people thought that we would never have again. And so he says, okay, like, but I'm going to, you know, Abraham, you were disobedient, but I'm still going to have grace on you. So my grace is sufficient for you in the situation that your wife put you in. And so I'm going to bless your other child as well. So you don't have to worry about that. And so the Lord told him next year, when I come back to you, your wife is going to have a child. And God says to you next year, you're going to have the promise. Like it's not even a thing that you have to debate or wrap your mind around anymore like it's coming and I'm telling you it's coming it's coming it's coming if you could only see yourself where God is taking you you wouldn't even worry worry and so the enemy loves to keep us worried the enemy loves to make us feel as though we have to be in this like bubble wrapped up with our arms on ourselves just shaking back and forth and that's the position he wants us in but I want to encourage you to get into a different position because at some point Abraham understood that his victory was always in his worship in his sacrifice in his altar and so I imagine that the reason that he could laugh at the promise with joy is because he remembered who his God was and he understood, oh yeah, I remember that you delivered me out of so many different things. I remember that you gave me double what I had lost. I remember that you split me up from Lot and blessed my land. I remember all of the things, God, that you did for me. And so now I'm gonna come out of a place of victory. And I want to encourage you guys to understand that in that year, I'm sure that they looked at this situation as crazy. Like, God, we're old. This doesn't make any sense. Why you would do all this? I don't know. Why you would choose us? I don't know, God, but I'm grateful. And so as the Lord stated that they would have a child, um, the Lord came back and fulfilled his promise. And Sarah became pregnant. And bore a son to Abraham in his old age. And at the very time God had promised them, it arrived. And Abraham did as he was instructed. And he gave his son the name Isaac. And they circumcised him as God had commanded. And Abraham was 100 years old when his son was born. And so what I'm saying to you is that it's going to come. The promise is going to come. And I know I said that a little bit earlier, but I'm telling you like the promise is coming and I know that you feel like it is taking forever. I know you feel like, oh my gosh, this, this right here, God, it just doesn't seem like it's possible. Yeah, it is. It is. And I want to encourage you to don't step out on anything but faith. And I want you to build your faith. Because in this season, in order to really get what God is calling for us to be able to birth out nations, it requires a faith like we've never had before. And all it takes is saying, I believe you, God. I believe your word to be true. 
I surrender my plan. I don't want my plan to work anymore because it's never worked. And I want you to step in and take over. And so we have to understand that the plans of the Lord never fail. And so this episode was not going to be long. What I'm telling y'all is these episodes will never really be long. They're really quick and simple because I just believe that when we're going to work or we're getting ready, I want these to be something that we can just put on, listen to for encouragement, and then go on with our day. And so I want to leave you with this. Because at the end of this story, Sarah says, God has brought me laughter and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in old age. And so what I want to encourage you is that the very thing that brought you pain for years, the very thing that people laughed at you for, they are about to rejoice with you. And so we have to understand that God is going to bring our joy back in this season. God is going to bring back our peace. God is going to bring back our honor. We are not going to be um, walking in shame. We are not going to be walking in guilt. We are not going to be walking in a position of desperation. That season's over. But we are going to walk boldly in the promises of God. We are going to walk boldly in declaring what he said in this season and actually seeing it happen and it's going to get to a point where we're going to look back and I laugh with my friends and I say this all the time we're going to look back and say wow God just did that that like we just prayed about that and so I want to encourage you that you are going to be able to have everything and I pray that this podcast blessed you I pray that you took something from it and Go after the promises of God, y'all, because it's ours. All right, I will see you next week. Thank y'all.